It's the look on the kitty's faces, isn't it? That's what does it for me. That look. Yeah, that look. <laughs> Lasts about two seconds. As soon as they're finished unwrapping, they want the next present. They want the next cool thing. That's how this world works. And kids, what kids have become, they're just like little junkies. They're little shits. They just demand. They don't believe. They just want, crave, consume. Maybe this is my last year. Hey, everybody. It's that time of the year. That's right. It's Citizen Frames Christmas Month. <laughs> Woo! It's all your Christmases come at once. <laughs> We've got the Christmas picks for you for everyone. We've got we've got obviously horror. We've got action. We've got that's right, a Hallmark Channel no, one. No, no. Tre- Trevor picked it. That I fuck. <laughs> he was like, Kieran, please, I love Brook Shields. Yeah, I don't mind Brook Shields, but ah, you know what? See, you just everyone. He just made it. He picked it. <laughs> There you go. So, what do we, we... We always talk about Die Hard, right? It's a classic. And then we talk Home Alone. It's a classic. But what if you took both of those films and you made them into one? That's right. We've got it. We're here to talk last year's little hit, Violent Night. Can I just say before we start, I've never seen Home Alone. I just don't know why we have you on this podcast. Uh, to, to me, even as a kid, it just looks like a kid's film, which it is. It's not. Uh, is it just, not? I mean, I haven't seen no, it. No, <laughs> I don't know. No, I, it's made for everyone. Okay. Good, a good Christmas film can that does it well can appeal to all audiences. Well, I don't like Christmas. And John Hughes and Chris Columbus know how to do that. Well, to be fair, yes. I, I mean, they are, you know... You know, their CVs speak for themselves. So, you know. Gremlins, Christmas Vacation, Uncle Buck. Yeah. I've never seen any of the Home Alone films. You just need to see the first one, really. Yeah. All right. Now, this one is directed by Tommy uh, Wakola. Now, he does a lot of uh, fun little. Uh, he started out with a series of films called the Dead Snow franchise. Yes, I've uh, seen Dead Snow, the first one. Yeah, they're quite fun. And then he just recently did one, which I really enjoy. That's on Netflix. Check it out. Called What Happened to Monday, um, which is very uh, quite enjoyable. I think Christoph Waltz is in that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it leads us up to this. He also did Hansel and Gretel, which I thought was fun. I think Kim Atherton and Jeremy Remmer. Yeah, I haven't seen there. it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it has a very Evil Dead feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know, very comic book violence and... Uh, and uh, stop motion, stuff like that. Yes. Uh, quite fun. Check it out. So, yeah, we I've been waiting for this kind of film for a while. It is a perfect blend of kids' films, but geared toward adults, like you just said, like Home Alone. Well, is it geared toward just kids? Well, this one is geared toward adults, but it does have a kid's theme in it, <laughs> told through the, through the eyes of a child, Trudy, but done violently. Uh, that's hard to explain. No, no, it is a bit of a sort of a, a mishmash of genres. I mean, like there's sort of whimsical fantasy here, but at the same time, there's a sort of it's a bit of a siege as well. 
Uh, obviously, there's big um, sort of homages to Die Hard and presumably Home Alone, even though I've never seen it. Um, well, there is. I mean, they even state it blatantly. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. it. It has good points and bad points for me. Uh, that's that's cool. Well, um, here we go. We got David Harbour, John Locuzamo, Beverly Delangelo with a horrible facelift, um, and the rest of just a bunch of character actors. And so we got David Harbour. Now, David Harbour has become this likable giant uh, of recently with uh, the Black Widow film. He's going to be in Thunderbolts coming up. Obviously, really known for Stranger Things. Yes. And the very underrated Hellboy. I guess I enjoyed that Hellboy. But he started doing more with, he started to really work, he played more vile characters. You want to see him playing one of the sickest human beings ever on film, portrayed on film. He did a movie called The Walk Among the Tombstones. A wonderful underrated film with Liam Neeson. Yes. And he plays a serial killer, and it is a vile character. Um, you guys should really check that one out. And then, obviously, he's one of the corrupt, corrupt cops in Equalizer, the original one. So he's he's come a long way from playing, you know, criminal bad guys to quite lovable characters. Yeah. Well, and, it, and, it, and, it, and those lovable characters do transcend, and he's perfect to play Santa. Yeah, well, he's went um, from sort of supporting roles to more sort of leading roles. Yeah, and this is his first leading role, really. Mm-hmm. I don't see him. Um, he did this one about a he played a ghost from Christopher Landon that was on Netflix. We got a ghost, I think, or we found a ghost. Um, it's a piece of shit. It sounds it. <laughs> it's tor- it's horrible. But uh, let's just jump into it. One, we we open up in Bristol, Bristol, England. Yes. And great line, great line when he says, "Kids, all uh, all kids wants is uh, what is it? What do he says? Yeah, oh, like video games and all those." Yeah, they're and- they're so appreciative. You're so appreciative, kids. Kids are happy when they open their first gift just for a second, and what do they want? In two seconds later, their next their one. next gift, the little junky shits. They don't believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, they but, don't believe in anything. All they do is consume and want more. They're greedy and they're they're greedy and they're selfish. It's a good commentary on modern society, and I I don't even blame the kids for this. I blame these sort of you know these phone companies and sort of you know where it's all it's it's all pushed to them. They're, it's forced upon them. So, but but it is a very good line, and it's a it's a good commentary on society today. I wouldn't go that far. I don't think it's really competent. I liked it because it tells you why I hate kids. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Right. Me well. and me and Drunken Santa have a lot in common. <laughs> so I, I, I must admit, I was very surprised. I, this is the first time I'd seen this, and I was I thought he was just like a store Santa, you know, like a bad Santa type thing. And then it, it like fucking sort of well for me anyway, it flipped it, and you find out he's actually the real Santa. Whenever he vomits on that woman's head, <laughs> that's the best. When when he goes, she goes up to the roof. Yes, and then she sees him, and she's like, "Oh my god!" She's her smile on her face. Yeah, it's a Christmas miracle. And then she he pukes on her. Yeah, that's a good joke. Like, yeah, that's fucking best. Yeah. That is the best opening ever for a yeah. film. Puking Santa. <laughs> um, we pretty much come to the the main group, which is Trudy, Jason, Linda, 
Um, we know there's a little tension between Linda and Jason. They are the parents of Trudy. Trudy will be pretty much the main character with our Santa. Can I just Trudy, ask, first of all, um, about Trudy? What age is Trudy? Because she still believes in Santa, and she looks about 11 or 12. I think she's 8 or something in the film, but or 9, or I don't even know. Uh, I, I went with bit old, I was okay bit old with it. A bit older, still believing in Santa, but anyway... What do you mean, still believing in Santa? He is real, after all. What do you mean, well, what do you mean, still believing in Santa? <laughs> Going by this film, he is real, so... You're saying there's no Santa? Well, well, I don't mean to be the one to spoil it for you, but... Wow, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> piece of shit. Any children listening to this podcast, which it shouldn't be, because there's a lot of swearing. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have no warnings, real. so fuck them. <laughs> we have no warnings, so fuck them. Yeah, Santa's real, kids. So, yeah, but uh, Trudy will play the Kevin McAllister part which is the Home Alone character, played by Macaulay Culkin. And then Santa will be playing the John McClane part, which is obviously Die Hard. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you right now, <laughs> the intro to this family is the best. What a bunch of cocks. This is the best, most dysfunctional family ever. I, I, I like some of them more than I liked um, others. Um, oh, my <laughs> God, come on. I like the brother-in-law and the son. You know his when, son. When, when Elva goes to goes to his, goes to his sister, um, ah, you've gained weight, but it looks good on you. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, um, oh. yeah. There's, uh, yeah, I did like you know the the um, the brother-in-law character and his son, who's just they're just two complete dicks. Um, can, can I ask a question here? What um, you know, obviously this his um, this guy's family are really really rich. That's why they get robbed. Yeah. How are the rich? Are they a company or whatever? I know they're connected to like a senator and sort of politicians and stuff, but do they run a company or, or whatever? What is it exactly? I don't think it, it was too clear for me. It, they don't. They don't think they mentioned, but who cares? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. You no. find out where she got her hidden money from. Yes, I was just wondering because I'd miss something. No, no, I don't think it does mention it. Um, but yeah, the whole thing's a robbery, getting into a safe. There's Die Hard. Um, it. There's it, even a German henchman. Yeah, the German henchman. They even have a line where he takes out a. Uh, he thinks he's getting a weapon from his bag. Oh crap! Die Hard on Blu-ray. Yeah, Shit. yeah. You know, it it nods its hat. Um, it's open is, about its references. Exactly. Uh, we talked about Krampus last year, which kind of tried to do that, and it doesn't come off as well. This does this it better one, than Krampus. This is a lot better than Krampus. Yeah, I was thinking um, of Krampus actually whenever I was watching it. Hear me. There, there's a similar sort of feel to it. Um, you know, where it's trying to be a sort of adult sort of Christmas tale. Um, again, like Krampus, I did feel this was too... I think stories like this work better with a lower budget. I believe this is too sort of big budgeted. Um, you know, it feels a bit like a studio film. Like a oh, stu- not at all. It Quite does, the it opposite. Does, it this does a bit for even... me. Uh, just, it, it, I think it's too well produced. But I think stuff like this, you know, these types of stories. you know, Like, what? Si- like Silent Night, Deadly Night. They work much better on a lower budget. And Silent Night, Deadly Night is my favourite Christmas film, by the way. Um, but, you know, I mean, there's still a lot of stuff that works here. Uh, um, and um, John Leguizzi Animal. You, uh, you're jumping way ahead, man. No, I'm not. Are we, are we done with the podcast? <laughs> no. Have I fucking missed something? No, no, I'm just saying. Overall. Also, what are you talking about? You, you, you fucking got to get over this mindset. Oh, this is big budget produced. No, actually, it's quite a small budget. No, it's not a big, feeds. huge budget film. There's no show, and if it did, and actually, arguing that, if it does, sometimes feel like a big budget, then fuck, they are really doing their job. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah, maybe that's a, a fair no, yeah, point. Yeah, maybe, 
and there's duty and what's duty interference? There isn't any. I know why not saying it's I'm quite not, violent. I'm not saying I am not saying there's any studio interference here. But um what I am saying is it you does did. feel a bit too like I think stories like this work better as low budget films. Maybe this was low budget, I don't know what How the fuck is Silent Night, Deadly Night your favourite Christmas film? I think it's a really heartwarming story. <laughs> over Scrooge, over It's a Wonderful Life. I, I just think it's so demented and insane. I, I really enjoy it. So do you. Oh. So anyways, we meet Gertrude. <laughs> oh my God, this is going to be the worst podcast ever. Not at all. It's going to be uh, yeah, The really sad thing is I say that about everyone we start <laughs> off with. You're basically Santa. You know what I mean? Grumpy. You know, fucking hate everything. Fucking right. David Harbour. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> um, yes, we meet Gertrude, who, God love her. I mean, people get plastic surgery, but uh, come on. I mean, I didn't even uh, recognize her at first. Yeah, I didn't either. But she still gives her lines. She's, she was always very funny in the, the uh, vacation films. Yeah, the National Lampoon. To, to, you know, she can do comedy, like Beverly She's D'Angelo. very good at it. She's I mean, always able to. When they're kissing her ass, I kind of like the character. Mm-hmm. She's she's just like, don't shit in my mouth and call it chocolate cake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Oh my god! But they're such pompous assholes, and they actually the only real one is Gertrude, and then the mother and father and Trudy. But the rest of them are just a bunch of assholes. Uh, the truth reminds you a way of Marty McFly's family in Back to the Future, where. He's like a sort of pretty cool kid and stuff, and then you meet his family, and they're just like complete idiots in various ways, you know. Yeah, like I do like like you mentioned the brother-in-law. He plays Morgan Steele. <laughs> I like him. This B-side act, this actor. He goes and makes that comment. He tried all, all the scene where they open up the presents. Yes. To Gertrude, and he gives her his uh, script. Yeah. And his uh, portfolio for the film movie produced. <laughs> he goes, "I am the biggest thing." In Asia. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or parts of Asia. Well, pa- yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, they got Bert, who's a little fucking punk, who's the uh, fucking TikToker. I like the kid. Uh, he, he's just so annoying. It's just, it's well, I mean, don't get me wrong. If it was in real life, I'd hit the little shit as well, you know, but. Yeah, and, and, and that's exactly what we're supposed to. Yes, yes, but it, it's very well played. Um, I do love when the dad gives Trudy the walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. This is how you can talk to Santa. And I'm like, okay, this is coming. She's now pretty much being set up as Sergeant Al Powell from Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is great. I'm fine with it. I'm going with it. Love it. Uh, and I do like how they've got uh, gingerbread, Krampus, candy cane, frosty, tinsel, jingle, peppermint. Yes, as their code names. sugar plum as their code names. And then you got Screws played by, I like to see him, John Lucasano. Oh, well, he's always good to watch. I've always liked him in pretty much anything I've seen him in. And he has yeah. a real presence and stuff, especially as a bad guy, which, to be fair, he usually plays. He's also in um, Land of the Dead, um, which yes. is the Romero's um, later zombie film. Well, he's done, I mean... Oh, he's in everything. He's in everything. Yeah. So he's got a pretty good track record. Um, I liked him in Executive Decision with Kurt Russell. Yeah. I thought he was good in that one. Mm-hmm. But um, so these guys uh, infiltrate. They're, they're the caterers, and they infiltrate. Uh, they, they, uh, where was this party? I mean, I didn't see anybody really at the party. Was it just them, and then they Well, disappear. at first there was, but then they killed them all, like, including the staff. Did they not, I, I was assuming oh, that's right. they killed Did everybody. They kill, oh, including the guests? I I'm assuming so, um, but okay. um, you don't really, it, yeah, um, I know they definitely killed the staff, 
uh, and it's quite ballsy because the the um you know it's like you know they're not fucking about here. <laughs> when, when when they cut off the Wi-Fi, yes, and Bert goes because uh, he's a TikToker. Yeah, Grandma, your Wi-Fi is shit. <laughs> and Gertrude says, looks at look at looks at his her daughter and goes, "I begged you to beat him as a kid." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's uh, what I certainly uh, did find refreshing was, you know, that the, the, the humor's quite edgy. It's definitely not sort of played safe. You know, the humor, you know, and there's some quite sort of edgy. Well, I mean, it's not completely edgy, but there is a certain edge to it. No, there's an edge period to it, I really think. And this mm-hmm. is where I disagree with the studio interference. I do think they. I they didn't say studio interference. I said maybe I possibly over, overly produced. But anyway. The uh, same thing as saying studio interference. Not really. Yes, it is. It's not. Yes, it is. It's not. <laughs> yep. So, anyways, I do like the intro of each character, and I do like Candy Cane. She's a little badass with the knives. Yes. Uh, very smooth and great quick kills. And this movie is violent. Yes. They don't pull the punches. This movie is R. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Is it an R rated? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a hard R. Sequel's coming. Right. So, uh, but I do like when Santa, because at the time they're taking over, he was there. And <laughs> this is just like sex same scene when Bruce Willis... Finds out it's being taken over. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, 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 shit. Once to he's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, that's right. And I just love seeing Santa swearing. Yeah. It makes me laugh. Did you show that to kids? <laughs> the real Santa? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't hold it. It doesn't pull any punches, and it doesn't sell out. But at the same time, at the very end, it gives you a very Christmassy kind of message. Well, yes, this is the thing as well. You know, it does go that's a bit Disney esque and cheesy. That's the at point. The end. I know what that's I know. The I point. get it. Don't worry, I get it. No, you don't. I do get it. Those producers got involved. <laughs> Look, it's no Silent yeah. Night, Deadly Night, but it does. Oh, fuck off. In many respects. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I do love the first fight scene. Um, with Santa when he's, taking, when he's fighting tinsel he's fighting he's fighting tinsel yes and the guns go off mm-hmm. and the the deers get scared yeah when they, they, and they run off and they fly off the reindeers yeah and he chucks them over the edge yeah and and spike big, yeah oh that was good it's a tree tr- is it a tree trunk thing or a spike thing no it's it's uh, ice sculpture of some sort yes I think. Uh, yeah when it comes to the bad guys uh, it's, you're right it's a lot like Die Hard and they all have their distinct kind of characters yeah and 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 they're there to take the 300 million that Gertrude pretty much took under the table from the CIA I think they say for selling I'm going to say weapons to the bad guys it's something like that yeah and um, yeah there's basically 300 million in hard cash um, some, well you think it's in the vault but it's not so yeah which we find out stolen now I'll say this this was a little predictable when the the good son Jason um, gives her the gift, and she reads. He says, "Don't read the note," and the note pretty much says, "I stole the three hundred million from your vault." Yeah, and I'm leaving the family type thing. I'm yeah. choosing my own family over use not cases. Yeah. So when they open up the vault, three hundred million's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice twist. I kind of saw it coming when I first saw it. I knew something was up with with Jason. I knew something was up, but it didn't catch it to be fair completely. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, the fight scene with Frosty yes. in the game room, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Well, well done. Yeah, uh, when he, he sticks the uh, 
the electronic uh, tree topper, the, and the he goes star. on fire and everything. Yeah, like his dead <laughs> skull is sort of blazing. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, oh, ooh, yeah, oh, you can smell it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, good fight. Good fight. I, I mean, I, to be honest, so, I think it's just me being sort of um, cynical. There, there is some very good stuff in here, but what did sort of um, I wouldn't say ruin or spoil it, but I didn't really like the sort of the nicer family moments and the kid, the little girl, Trudy, could have done without her, definitely. I get that they have her on board, you know, because Christmas is about kids and all that there, you know, I get it, but um, for me personally, fucking kids like that just annoy me, you know? Uh, you had to have it because, yeah. A, where the film the film direction goes, because it's the, whole point of this, yeah. Yeah, the whole point of this film is, is brutality, and you're laughing at all of it and having a great time, but at the end, at the very end, it has a message. Yes. And you needed that Kevin Kevin McAllister kind of character, especially when in the beginning he's bad-mouthing kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when he gets this walkie-talkie from Frosty, he ends up communicating with her through that. Oh, no, there is a now, point to it, and I get that, that just from a, from a personal point of view. Kids like this and this type, these types of films just annoy me. <laughs> I do like when Scrooge, um, they finally realize something's going on. Uh, there's a there's a mole or, or there's a bad guy roaming the halls. Yes. He goes, uh, "All right, pick one of these, uh, pick one of the re- pick one of these relatives, and torture him." Yep. And <laughs> Krampus goes, uh, "Yeah, I'll do it. No problem." Yeah, he's a, he's basically a sociopath. Yeah, he goes. John Leguizamo goes, ah, it's nice to see when you have a sociopath who's up to try new things. (laughs) Yeah. I liked whenever the family are like saying, no, don't torture me, torture them. Instead of like, you know, being brave and saying, yeah, take me. It's like, no, don't take me, take her or take him, you know. Yeah. He actually goes out, he actually breaks his finger. Oh, it's pretty painful. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to put, he wants to put his balls. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, that was pretty um, cringe. You know, I mean, I mean, cringe in a sort of, Oh, oh, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's well done because he just got his finger crushed and I think you could, they almost were going for it. I thought they were going to do it. Oh, Mm -hmm. which would have been, Oh, but obviously something goes wrong and yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't happen. Thankfully. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. The family dynamic is so fucking mean spirited that you almost want to see more of them than you want to see, you know, the throwdown that's happening outside the wall, outside their walls. There. Well, I think it's a, a smart um, move, you know, um, getting Beverly D'Angelo on board, you know, with her history as you know being part of the Griswold family, you know, um, you know, in the films and stuff. So um, yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously you know like they're taking the piss out of you know everybody says oh Christmas is about family, but in reality. Um, Christmas with a lot of families is just fighting and you know they don't even like each other or they hate each other type thing so yeah it's pretty clever like you know it's you know it's it's it's, it's quite enjoyable and a, a likable film you know despite the issues I do have with some you're, of you're, you're just you're just true <laughs> you're just trying to you're just trying to go oh do I like it oh, no I don't what <laughs> No, you're just making me laugh. No, no. I, I mean, there is stuff I do like about this film. I know, I know. But there is. I do like. I do have issues. I do like the flashbacks when he, <laughs> he's talking. He's talking to Trudy, and you know the, this powerful moment when he's like in Die Hard, where yeah. he's talking to Al and he's talking about his wife and how they got divorced. Well, he tells this little kid Trudy, and this is where you kind of got to read between the lines a bit. He's like, yeah. Uh, I was a uh, was a Nico man, Nico man. I was part of the Nico man tribe or something. Yeah, I was a warrior thief. 
Uh, I use a skull crusher. Oh, I missed my hammer. I had my favorite hammer. Well, I liked whatever <laughs> he's uh, the, the backstory where he's basically um, a Viking, even though it do, you know it doesn't really sort of tie in with you know the real Saint Nicholas or whatever. But you know, I thought that was quite interesting. That's why I'm talking about that. I know but what, that's, yeah, but, but that's what's funny. He's telling this to a child. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And then Shooty actually gives me, you know, uh, people say that. Uh, um, People who do bad things usually do good things. Yes, um, and that's, then, a, and then that's be, a, probably the, the most positive message of the whole whole film. Um, it's just that you know everybody has a past, and um, but you can sort of go on to sort of make sort of make up for your past type thing. I thought that was quite um, well well done. Well, in all fairness, with all this killing and chaos, and you do get that at the end with the family. Mm-hmm. They uh, they end up you know kind of stopping being, being a, assholes. Stop from being assholes, uh, to burning the money to save them, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. But yeah, so then we got the uh, Commando Thorpe, <laughs> and this is the extraction team. Yes. Now I didn't see this coming. I, I admit I didn't see it. The twist. I, I love when um, uh, Morgan Steele he, he goes. He jumps out the window, and he, and his uh, his wife called Elva goes, "Oh my God, he's gonna go save us!" And <laughs> Angelo goes, "No, he's ditching us." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he, he what he called, but but he gets fucking. That, that's whenever you find out that they've actually been paid off. So they yeah. have, and they, it, it, they they shoot him dead. Basically, the the blew the shit out of him, which is pretty much Die Hard too. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <is> so good. <laughs> I liked him. I know uh, he's a, he's a complete um, asshole. But um, I think that's why I liked them. <laughs> and then Scrooge has his story. Yes. I hate Christmas. Yeah. And he tells a sad story about accidentally killing his father. No, no it wasn't his father. <laughs> it was his father was that it? kicked him out of the house. And he, he, he broke into some other house to try and, I don't know, get presents or keep warm or something. And he and the, the, the old man who owned the house got up and he accidentally knocked him down the stairs and killed him. Oh, I thought it was his daddy actually no, killed. No, no, I well, don't think so. Um, I'm, I'm pretty certain that it, it was actually his dad kicked him out of the house or something, and it was somebody else's house and some other old man that, in the neighborhood that he accidentally killed, and that's why he doesn't like Christmas, basically. Oh, okay. Well, same concept. Yeah, he though. still killed someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to Trudy about you know his past, and when he talks about how, how much he, miss, he misses Mrs. Claus, and he's wounded at this point. Yes. Still hurt, and he's playing with his ring because imagine his claws, and it flies off, mm-hmm. and it rolls to the hammer. Yeah. This hammer that's sitting in the shed. This is the best scene in the film. Oh, you mean that this where he, he's um, with the song going on in the background? Uh, I yeah. love the fact that Brian Adams approved this. Yeah, Brian Adams, thank you, because it's one of the nicest songs he's ever sings for Christmas. It's some. Um, something about Christmas time is the name of the song. Yeah, and he's just just destroying, wiping, wiping these guys out, doing the song of Brian Adams playing in the background, and it is a some brutal and great yeah. killings. Mm-hmm. We got he kills candy cane, he kills people with a hammer, he kills people with a sled, he kills people with the skates. Well, it is for a snowplower, a, a snowplow, a snowplower. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! They're like Jesus Christ. Nope, it's just jolly old Saint Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he he shoves the grenade down the guy's pants, 
and he's walking away, and he goes, "Ah, oh, I have to look." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good stuff. This is a fucking classic. I wouldn't say classic, but there is some. This fun is a stuff. classic. There's some fun stuff here uh, to enjoy, like I say. But I, I certainly wouldn't go as far as saying a classic. Yeah, I mean there is um, some fun stuff here that's very much sort of eighties action film sort of homages, you know. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I I'm sorry. I was I was just laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. Mm-hmm. And then then we come to Trudy scene, which is a Home Alone take. And the whole thing about Home Alone was he, he actually seriously hurts those people in Home Alone. Yeah. And they would be dead. <laughs> what he does to them. So they decided, okay, this is what would have happened. There's a real really life. gruesome scene actually, um, and this part, um, part of it. Where um, yeah. the girl, you know, the killer girl, um, she um, basically gets scalped with the glue on the ground. Yeah, and then she's playing with the uh, the bowling balls and all. And what she does with um, peppermint? Yes. And he goes up. Oh, nails! Nails on the floor. Nails yeah. on the ladder. You, we, we didn't see that coming. It's all very slapstick. Yeah, but he, but playing on the Home Alone yes, theory. Yes, of course. So he, she actually cuts one of the. The, the boards and he trips on the board and the nail goes through his mouth. That's right. Yeah. Now and you, you can't see you can't see the CGI um, done there, but oh, um, fuck, but come on. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sort of uh, I'm picking holes. No, that's just come on, man. It's a good scene. Don't fucking ruin it. I'm by not ruining it. I saw CGI. <laughs> I'm not ruining it. But yeah, no, I mean it works. But I would have I would have preferred it if they had it done it with practical or even got the actor to agree to have a real nail put up his fucking mouth. I'm only joking. Fucking hell. <laughs> but uh, then the bowling balls start coming, and then he's got the nail. Yeah. He happens to be looking up at the nail. Yeah. And then the bowling ball. Wax him up the head. Hits the, nail. the nail hits him in the head. Then he falls back on the bed of nails. Yeah, that's right. The second <laughs> nail again. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Come on. Good shit. <laughs> but yeah, little things like before um, Candy Cane gets her come up and from Santa she, um, little things like uh, removing her shoes because she got stuck to the glue yeah and then she's got to walk on ornaments because those ornaments can be fucking piercing mm-hmm. um, just stuff like that and obviously he tells her to close your eyes and whack yeah. I like to see in her death she was she was the evil yeah but um, the, the, the part where she gets the back of her head like basically scalped is whoa, you know yeah it, yeah it's pretty hardcore yeah. uh, good stuff <laughs> but um, <laughs> the big finale when um, everyone's kind of teaming up now. Yes, they're all best buds and they're blah blah. And you've got you've got Santa. Um, he grabs uh, Scrooge. Yeah, and he's the thing where he tickles his nose and he can fly up a chimney. <laughs> yeah, that was. I, I have to admit, I found out a bit stupid. You know, <laughs> oh come on, because he's human and Scrooge, you know, becomes whatever whatever Santa becomes. Chimney. I mean, he even says magic. in the film himself that um, he doesn't quite know how it works. Yeah, so he flies up, bringing his body. Yeah, and he just rips it to shreds, rips his head off, and all sorts. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they bring him back to life through the power of like wishing him back type thing. Well, yeah, Christmas like, magic. It was we, Christmas magic. Yeah, yeah, we believe in Santa. Yes, and also uh, they're willing to burn the money that these greedy bastards wanted the whole time to save him, to heat him, to try to save him before this. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of your Christmas message in the whole thing. Yeah, it was their arc. Um, it's the family's arc from being complete. It's the, exactly at the very end. Yeah. Where you had Santa's arc already when he decided to stay to help him. Uh-huh. 
So you did. You had these fun little arcs. And I'll tell you, oh, this is just a great Christmas movie. This is going on my list. Uh, we talk about Die Hard, Home Alone, the classics, It's a Wonderful Life, all of them. They're all wonderful films. <laughs> but we just needed that one just to come on. We tried, we tried to get one last time when we talked uh, Christmas Evil, Christmas. What was that one we talked about yeah, last? Yeah, Christmas Evil, I think. Yeah. yeah, no, no, we talked about Christmas Evil. Then we talked the other one. Evil Christmas Evil or Christmas Evil Christmas, whatever it was. Was that the seventies one? No, the one with the robot Santa. Oh, that oh that one. Yes, that nonsense. Yes, yeah, yeah. This is four thousand times better than that. I agree with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, they're doing a sequel. Yeah, um, I hope I hope I hope they keep true to what they've done here. Mm-hmm. You know, mix the you know family element. With the diehard kind of element, with you know, just massive adult entertainment, with this beautiful little message, at, yeah, <laughs> at the end of the film, which is what's the funniest part is that he just comes on slaughtering <laughs> all these people, and they're like, "Oh my God, it's a Christmas miracle!" But, but to be fair, it's not exactly you know gritty realism. You know, it's all tongue in cheek. The slaughtering, yeah, but but I know, yeah. I know. What does that have to do with? It's a joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's you no know, the, the the like the slaughter and then the 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 message at the end. That's after a joke within the film. That's why it works. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this onslaught of killing. Yeah, and then at the end they turned it into it's a wonderful life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I if they, if they, if there is a sequel, I want these guys back. You almost <laughs> that's that's the problem though. They do a sequel. You need these guys. You need this kind of casting back because they all did their job. Well, you would need um, Harbor back at, at very least. You know. Oh no, he's he's back. Uh-huh. But. It'd probably be a different story, but you better back it up because this this family element was quite funny mm-hmm. um, and well written. Uh, but uh, who knows? But guys, yeah, definitely check out Violent Night. It's got everything going for it. Oh, it's just a good time. It's good, and, but I wouldn't go with. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't be quite as enthusiastic as you, Karen, about it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. To each their own. And it's and, and you know what? You know, uh, I <laughs> we always talk about Die Hard's Christmas movie, and it is. And, but it's finally to have a film that actually is about Christmas, has Santa in it, and has diehard elements in it. So it's kind of funny. They're kind of playing on that a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the Christmas movie. Um, they're kind of poking fun of that whole argument as well. Um, but, uh, yeah. Well, it's a good laugh. That was, I mean, but, it's uh, so, And as I said, it's certainly um, a lot better done than Krampus, which it shares similarities with. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Agree with that, hundred percent. Yeah, but right, guys, but, but but it is no Silent Night, Deadly Night. Completely different films. <laughs> Joking, am I? Yup. No, I think actually, you say you're winding me up, but I guarantee you're going. Oh, I love that movie. Well, I do love it, but it is my favorite um, Christmas film. Over It's a Wonderful Life, Silent Night, Deadly. Yes, Silent Night. Yes, it's my favorite. Uh, uh, yes, different types. Over of- Die Hard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh fuck! <laughs> right off, Scrooged. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! Silent Night, Deadly Night is just uh, and because I don't like Christmas. And next, I don't. I I can't stand Christmas. So that's why I love this fucking Santa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the best. Um. Okay, listen. Uh, we'll be back. We are going to do a very exciting Hallmark one. Oh. I can't wait. Trevor, 
emailed me. He wants to do this one. Bird shit. He says, I watched it. It features a Doctor Who character in it <laughs> who I really admire. So we're going to be talking Brooke Shields and Carrie Elwes, all-star cast, and the Hallmark Channel presents... What's it called again? It's called some uh, A Castle for Christmas. Ah, you knew the name. Uh, you know, ah. Only because you fucking told me it and I remembered. No, I don't remember. I, I got your email. I, you know, I, <laughs> so. This one is not on me. Trust me, folks. You know. So, there we go. Hated the killer and he hated Violet Night. <laughs> but Silent Night is, is Silent Night, Dead Night is the greatest film ever produced. Yep. Yep. Well, that and um, a castle for Christmas, of course. <laughs> yeah, just admitted to it. So get ready for the, the real nail biter. Yep. Oh boy. Well, this is going to be a horror show. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get any downloads for this one. Um, my write up for that one better be good, so people go, "Oh, we got to listen to this." Yeah, it, it, we'll do it for a laugh. We're doing it for a laugh. Pretty what much. Are the ones, what are the other ones we're doing again? I can't forget. Thanksgiving, Eli Roth. Yeah, we're doing Thanksgiving. We all got to see that. Santa Claus the uh, movie. Santa Claus the movie with Dudley Moore and John Lithgow. Yes. And is there, oh, that'll be it. I so there you go. It's a pretty it, good yeah. lineup. Yeah. We always like to have Pop Pepper next serious one, which would be the Santa Claus movie. Um, so we'll we'll do that one for all you you know, people who don't like anti Christmas films. Castle well, the Christmas, Hallmark. I thought that was a serious one. <laughs> no, that's the sad thing. It is. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, all right, guys, listen, um, give us a shout at Citizen Frame underscore podcast on Instagram and, of course, on Facebook. Uh, we are, we're out of here. Go check out Violent Night. It's destined to be a classic. See ya.